Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Mute, you mute, you mute, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Teamsters of Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. Today is Sunday, December 12th, and we got a great show lined up for you here today. A couple topics we're going to be discussing is the uh, the charges on Roma Luis. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about tornado damage out in Illinois in an Amazon facility. We will be speaking a little bit about the Kellogg strike. Uh, and a little bit of uh, Brother Frank Ordonez, who passed away two years ago uh, in Florida. And we will be discussing a little bit about PVDs. Huge victory win by Local 804 on a million dollar lawsuit um, by the United Way and uh, the company. <clears throat> and uh, those are just some of the topics we'll be discussing here today. So Don't forget about our local election. <laughs> I can never forget about it. Why, why don't you show your face, uh, Jamie? What's the matter? You got a pimple? Whatever. There's man. our. Anyway, I went to. I'm Tony Rosario. I'm the host. Oh. Uh, we got oh. our our host and producer Hector Fortis, the Big Bad Wolf from Brush Avenue, and there on the bottom there is Jamie Halligan. Halligan. Thank you for joining us today, Jamie. Oh. Disappeared again. He's not a he's not a camera guy. Oh, there he goes. He's a camera guy now. So anyone that wants to join into the Zoom, yeah, we can see you. We can hear you too. Can you hear me? Okay. I guess when I when I figure when I flick to the other page, it goes off. The one that says it says. It says tap to mute and tap to speak. I guess I got to keep it on this screen right now. Yes, here. Joan. We are on live on Facebook and we are on live on Zoom. If you want to join in on Zoom, go to Union Power Radio page and, and zap into the Zoom. Uh, I'm asking everyone to put on the video so we can see who's talking and we don't want no fake people on this today. Today is, is all about a real show. <laughs> Whoa. What? Okay, nothing. So I would like to speak a little bit about starting out um, our our brother Frank Ordonez, who I don't know, I know some of the newer people don't remember, but two years ago our brother Frank Ordonez was killed um, while he was working. Uh, he was uh, doing 
delivery. Was that the one in Florida? Yeah, that was the one in Florida that we did a big collection for. <clears throat> December 5th marked two years of his uh, uh, tragic death. Uh, and just so everybody remembers, and it shows solidarity on, on the December 9th, back then around 5 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard, 2 p.m. Pacific, thousands and thousands of UPSers across the USA stopped for a moment. And not just UPSers, you had FedEx trucks, you had mail trucks, you had, I mean, DHL drivers. I mean, it was huge. And everybody was pulled over on the side of their roads, putting their blinkers on. That's all it was. Just everybody on the side, in memory of Frank, pulled over on the side, put their blinkers on. In my building over on 4th Avenue in Brooklyn, I asked them if we could shut it down for just a few minutes. They let us shut the facility down for a few minutes. I'm sure other facilities probably did the same. And it was just a huge show of support throughout the nation. It was really nice. I mean, you know, it was a really sad and tragic thing that happened to Frank. And, you know, he left behind his wife and some children. And, you know, um, he they had a GoFundMe page raised by a brother of ours, um, a guy named Ray Mathers, who was a young uh, UPS driver at the time. And uh, he actually started a GoFundMe page that 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 made I, I forgot how much it was a uh, like a what, Jesus it was in the millions I, I can't even remember no it wasn't in the millions I'm exaggerating but I know he was at Jesus what was the, the the amount that they were able to I can't even remember but I know it was it doesn't matter I mean he got a big amount yeah he got a huge amount of money and he had more than one GoFundMe pages so I'm sure the family did very well thank God and uh, we just. Uh, just wanted to take a little time out to remember that because he was doing the same thing we all do. We wake up in the morning, we go out to go to work, and uh, unfortunately, he never came home to his family. So a big shout out to the Ordonez family. I hope you guys are all doing well and just know that our hearts and prayers and all the workers of this country, all the drivers that are out there, all still hold you in high regard and, and, and we'll never forget you, that's for sure. <clears throat> Moving on to another track. Can you explain what happened? Well, he was, yeah. Well, he was caught in the crossfire. Unfortunately, uh, the, the the these people were had robbed a jewelry store. They took him hostage and made him drive down the highway. And uh, you know, the the police were in hot pursuit, and eventually it ended in in gun violence. And uh, Frank Ordonez was caught in the crossfire. I don't believe that. Uh, I don't know, Dean. Hey, Dean, is on here. What's up, Dean? Thank you much. Hey, Dean's where are you live streaming this to? Facebook Live. I know which which page. The Union, Union Power Radio. Union Power Radio group. The group is two. I have a page and a group, so it's on the group page. Yeah, I'm not seeing it there. That's why. Maybe you're not in my page. Are you on the Union Power Radio group or page, Dean? I'm in the group. All right, so try the page. Page. Yeah, I, I it's think the if page. You, if, if you like the page, you'll find it. Right. It's Union Power Radio page. All Big right. shout out to our brothers uh, listening. Ishmael Izzy Bohir, Louis Vasquez. Well, we Louis, Vasquez. V- Louis Vasquez is out yeah, there. He, That's my boy. From out F- there. Far Rock is in the house. Yeah, your boy from Far Rock, That's Patrick right. McCooch. And Pat. Pat, Pat yeah. The- Pat's. So uh, we have about 20, 20 live listeners on the uh, Mixler. I mean, if you guys, uh, we have about eight in Facebook. And uh, if you want to join the the chat with the Zoom, you can go to the Union Power page and uh, Union Power Radio page, and you can join up on there. I'm the group. You can join up from the group, but you can watch it from the page. I don't know. It's all mixed up. Whatever. We're here. 
<laughs> we're here. We're not going anywhere. Exactly. And uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be getting into a lot of shit here because now the the uh, local elections is uh, nine days left for you to get your ballots. If you got your ballots in the mail, make sure you mail them out as soon as possible because they won't count when they get there late. So we have nine days before the uh, election is on this December twenty first of two thousand twenty one, and of course with that said. You know, now bullshit is coming out on Facebook. So don't believe the hype if you don't know what these guys just listen. Don't believe the hype. Do your own investigation and find out what's going on with your local. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. I just ask you to vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. The more the company sees that uh, members are voting, the better it is. Absolutely. No question. Uh, so please make sure you get your ballots. In. And yes, vote. your vote does count. Cool. Yeah, of don't course. leave it sitting on your kitchen table. Uh, don't don't let it sit with the mail. I mean, or don't put it on the side and say I'll get to it later. Just do it. It takes five seconds. It it really does. Um, um, uh, next topic I'd really like to talk about. Don't I, leave I mean, it in your bag. Yeah, don't leave it in your bag. Uh, um, um, we're definitely gonna touch on uh, local eight uh, four uh, elections uh, in a bit, uh, but there's so much more around. I want to say something to what Jamie just said. Don't leave it in your bag. Do not take. Notice to appear for jury duty, take it to work, give it to your dispatch people, make a copy of it, then throw it in your bag and forget about it, and then find it two months later. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Actually, I called up and they said, oh, no, you're fine. We'll just reschedule you. So <laughs> I, I was like terrified. I'm thinking, oh, great. There's going to be a bench warrant out for me. I you know, I didn't appear. I probably didn't even need to show up that day that they that they tagged me for it. But yeah, you know, I was just like, I, I threw the jury notice in my work bag and just completely forgot about it. So now I, I just got the new jury notice. I got to go in January. So so real quick, if, if if a lot of people haven't heard, there was a huge tornado out in Illinois in Edwardsville, Illinois. And uh, believe where it or not, where the hell some, is that? That's in Illinois. Uh, the in Edwardsville. There was. Hey, did a, you see that Amazon building? That's, that's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Jamie. So the the Amazon facility out in Edwardsville was kind of almost basically just. It was like the movie The Wizard of Oz. It's like the house went up in the air. The whole building went flying around, debris everywhere. And Edwardsville is, is real close to St. Louis. So. Yes, and a lot of the employees were uh, from St. Louis. Um, you had a lot of people, they have, there's, I believe they have a total of six dead. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, let me believe I had a list of all the, the people. The victims are 28-year-old DeAndre S. Morrow of St. Louis, Missouri. You had a 62-year-old Kevin D. Dickey of uh, Carlisle, Illinois. You had a 29-year-old Clayton Lynn Cope of Alton, of Alton, Illinois, a 34-year-old Etheria S. Hebb of St. Louis, Missouri, and then you have 46-year-old Larry E. Verdon of Collinsville, Illinois, and 26-year-old Austin J. McEwen of Edwardville, Illinois. And, um, you know, our hearts and prayers goes out to those families. Um, I mean, I don't know if anybody here knows anything about it, but, and I don't want to put any crazy rumors out there, but what, what I'm hearing is that the the company knew that the tornadoes were coming and the tornado was on its way and they decided not to shut the facility down for the workers, which they should have. 
If you know, I guess they waited to the wow. last minute. I mean, you know, listen, this is just speculation. Well, I'm sure there's going to be more uh, investigation done on this. But, you know, it, it is pretty sad to hear, you know, there's a tornado warning. You know, you shut down the facility, plain and simple. There should be no questions asked. You don't uh, take the chance and have people come to work. And then now you end up with a couple casualties. And it's pretty sad, especially for the members of the families of those of those people that had perished in the uh, in the incident. So I don't know if any of you heard anything else about it. I've just seen it in the news reports that I was, that's what I was just checking right now. Apparently there were warnings starting earlier that day throughout the day. That is correct. Severe, severe storms coming, uh, destructive power storms. So yes, but Amazon had to keep that stuff going. Yeah. So right now, six people officially, who knows by the end of day or in two days, if there'll be more, but yeah, it, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, come on, a corporation like that, it's so you lose, a, what, what were they going to lose? They shut the facility down. I mean, to them, it's a couple a drop of millions, a couple yeah. of millions. Yeah, a couple of billions. But that's I, what I that's what he cares. That's what he cares about is about making money and not caring about anybody's lives. So that's 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 how he made his millions. And that's why he's continuing uh, opening up more facilities throughout the whole United States and predicting that he's going to probably be uh not this year or maybe next year is going to be the the biggest delivery uh person he's going to he's going to bypass uh ups and everybody else him caring like that so unbelievable unbelievable um let's touch on a little bit of rome romeloisa oh yeah everybody's favorite teamster oh yeah <laughs> Well, he got the boot, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, he's gone from the Teamsters. He's gone from the Teamsters for good now. Now there's no uh, Hoffa to save him or Hall to save him or no one to save him. He is definitely out of the Teamster. He is no longer a Teamster. He Bye-bye, uh, sayonara. I mean, I, I mean, he has to give up all those positions? Everything. Everything. And not only that, here's the important part. He just, you know, he, when, when some of this started happening a couple months ago, he deleted his Facebook account and then he either restarted it up or started up a new one. He's got quite a few friends on there. He's going to have to lose anybody that is a teamster and wants to stay a teamster cannot have any interactions with him. The only time he's allowed to have any interactions with anybody that's a Teamster without the Teamster getting in trouble is if they're at a social function and then if they're caught talking business at all, that person suffered, could suffer being banned from the Teamsters also. Really? I didn't know that if you were associated with him after he got it, he, yeah. you, could get, you could get booted also. Yes. So Ron Herrera, you better watch him. <laughs> he hangs out with him so much. Ron Herrera, you'll be booted out of the, ten, the, the Teamsters if you keep hanging out with that Roy Malloy's guy. Guilty by association. Wow. Yes. That's that's good. I like that. I like that. You know, so and then all those guys. Oh, my God. How those guys are going to stop talking to him. That's what I want to know. Well, they, they have to or else they take the chance of themselves having the same fate as he has. That should so that should be that should be the rule in all locals also. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's yeah. happened it's happened to people in the past. 
with uh, people that got banned from the Teamsters and then friends of theirs kept, you know, associating with them. And it's like, no, you can't associate with them. Because we have people in Local 804 that got, you know, that left the Teamsters and didn't pay their dues and they're not longer a Teamster. They should be banned yeah. completely. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a different issue. This why is, is it a different issue? If you didn't because, pay, if you didn't leave in good standings, why why would why would anyone listen to a teamster that didn't is not left no, in good standing? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the reason why he's been banned from the teamsters because of the fact that he didn't follow his suspension. He didn't, you know, that was her ruling. So therefore, obviously, he doesn't want to um, follow the rules. So now, to make him follow the rules, they have to make it so that everybody else better follow the rules and not talk with them. Because I'm sure he's going to try so and talk. If you, so let me ask you a question. So if you took a buyout to leave the Teamsters and didn't pay your Teamsters uh, dues on your way out and you were not in good standings, is that he's allowed to go to Teamsters to, uh, to general membership meetings because he was a Teamster at one point but didn't pay his union dues? I mean, what? what? Oh, no, he wouldn't be able to go to the meeting. That, you're talk I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Well, that's, what, well, that's why I'm asking. I'm asking because I want to know that if a guy leaves as, you know, leaves the, the company, takes a buyout and doesn't pay his union and leaves in good standing, is he allowed to go to union, union membership meetings? No, he's not, a, he's not a member. Exactly. That's what I've been saying for years. You understand where I'm going with the... You, you understand uh, where I'm going? I understand where you're going with I see, this. I see. I see where you... <laughs> I I, yeah. but what, what I'm saying is... is in this case, these individuals are walking down the street and they happen to see a person who's been banned from the Teamsters. They cannot take the chance of walking up to that person and saying hi. Because if someone captures that in a picture, guess what? They're going to be banned from the Teamsters also. Then who, who would ban them? The level of, huh? Who would ban them? The Barbara Jones, the same group that's already banned. Uh, the same person that did Obama lawyers. Yeah, it says that actually in the in the. But wait, wait, but so Sean O'Brien, Sean O'Brien as the new uh, IBT president is is not allowed to ban someone that is associated with this guy, or is it that how how I don't understand who bans the person that gets associated? I, that I don't know. That okay. you'd have to look into the Constitution and the uh, consent decree. Got it. So mm, interesting. All right, so back to other news, folks. Kellogg's workers on strike. Kellogg's workers at four plants have been on strike since October 5th, pushing back against a two-tier wage system they say is completely unfair. All right. Uh, the members overwhelmingly voted down the tentative agreement on Tuesday, according to the uh, Bakery Confectionery Tobacco Workers and Grain Millers International Union. And they remain out on the picket line. Uh, they were getting a 3% wage increase, and uh, benefits alongside, an, uh, what was it, an accelerated path to workers out of the lower two-tier wage system. So basically, they don't want the two-tier wage work system. They don't like it. It doesn't work for them. It doesn't work for us. That's for sure, because we don't like it either. But it's and, there. Uh, <laughs> and it's there. Yeah. We'll, we'll be fighting in 2023 to get that language removed and uh, make all those drivers RPCDs, hopefully. But to, but these guys are going through the same thing. Our mem these, these members are going through the same thing. And they had a tentative agreement, and they voted it down. They were like, you know what? No, it's not good enough. 
I'm sorry, we're not we're not doing this. And they've been out on strike over eight eight weeks. They, they're going on over two months. It's you know, and they're talking about replacing them with scabs. And Joe Biden, thankfully, actually, as the president, stepped up and he chimed in on the ongoing strike, and he was like, he's going to lend his unyielding support. You know, he he believes in the unions and. And the company is 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 wrong, and he's gonna he's gonna do what he can. Hopefully, he'll be able to do something. I don't know what he he'll be able to do, but we'll see. Um, it's nice that Joe Biden finally shows that he's gonna be lending some some type of support to a union on strike. That's the first I've heard of a president doing that in quite some time, if you ask me. Um, what do you guys think about the uh, Kellogg strike? I don't give a fuck. I mean, I do give a, I give a fuck, but you know, it's it's not it's not enough people uh, even supporting these guys on strike. The Teamsters are not out there. I mean, whoever's near the uh, facility, they should get together with these and and show the company that everyone's involved as a union. So I haven't heard anything. How long this strike right. been going on? Did you have heard something, Over Jamie? Over two months. Over two months. It's been two months. They've been on strike. Oh, this going is. On for- Wow. Yeah, they've been out there for a while. Wow. I'm yeah. just I'm just learning about it now. Not now, but you know, this when, week when, that they, they went on strike. On, it's been on it's been in the Facebook group. Yeah. One of the funny things that's happened is um people have been using social media to advertise the link because Kellogg's announced that they wanted to replace the striking workers. So they saw right. applications from people. Right. So someone someone used social media to publicize that link. And now they've been so overwhelmed with fake applications, they they threw them enough to find. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, we have a couple of things you can do to support the Amazon, uh, the Amazon, the Kellogg's workers. I I even put one. (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) You got to go scab at (laughs) Kellogg's? Uh, A few things you guys can do out there who are listening. You can sign the petition that they have out there. Let the workers know you're with them. Add your name to the online pledge. There's an online pledge you can find. Are they if Teamsters? The, uh, are the Kellogg's guys? Yeah. You know what? That's a good question. Are they Teamsters? Um, I don't believe they are. I don't. I, I don't mean, know because if, if if they were Teamsters, we would have known already. I mean, it would have been out there in Teamster Facebook and anything like that. But anyway, right. uh, anyone that's but, near those facilities that uh, 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 Teamsters and shows the support or any kind of union to show the support of these people, uh, these members being on strike, that would be appreciated. I mean, I wish they were one here in New York. Am maybe. I correct? I think Sean O'Brien went there, right? I'm no, not he sure. Went, he did show up at a strike, but I don't believe it was the Kellogg's workers' strike. It wasn't the uh, Kellogg's? Okay. No, there was another strike. Um, which one was that? The uh, the, was it Deer? Um, Wasn't John Deere? It was up no, north in Seattle. Uh, some construction. No, they're they're part of whatever BPTGM is. Something confectionery, tobacco workers, and green. That's what you said in the story you read. Tony. Right, right, right. That's, that's what they. That's the union they belong to. They are not Teamsters. So. They're not Teamsters. So if you want to join the picket lines, there's a couple of places you can go, and that's Battle Creek, Michigan. 425 Porter Street, RSVP to the local uh, three members on strike. Then you got Memphis, and remember, Tennessee. And remember, Teamsters, we don't cross picket lines at Absolutely all. Not. So you, you, you drivers out there that don't know the rules and regulations of picket lines, when there's a strike of someone of other than us, 
we do not deliver any packages. We don't cross the picket line out of respect to the other unions, which is they will do the same thing for us. So if you're going up to deliver something at a company and you see a, a barricade with people striking outside, do not enter the barricade. Do not cross the barricade. We have it in, in the, the contract. We don't have to. Right. In the contract, we don't have to. If you yeah, have, no, don't read the contract, game. Well, whatever. Now, well, they don't have to read it. They can listen now. So if you have yeah. a if you have a questionable about crossing the picket line, you can call your shop steward and your shop steward will tell you it's in the contract that we do not cross picket lines. And then the management cannot force you to cross a picket line either. So it's in our contract. Just remember that. Absolutely. We do not. Teamsters do not cross picket line. Uh, so four places. You, you know what, Hector? That's that's something that, that needs to be hammered down from the older members to the newer members because, honestly, they really don't well, maybe, know. Well, maybe mem- members last will, will tell. Not a couple of years. Maybe uh, members last will put that in the 10 point of, of whatever they have on their flyer. On their black and white flyer, they can't afford. Hey, did color. you ever get the? Did you ever get the formula? Yeah, I no. got the formula. EMS, yeah. baby. That's the All formula. All right, so oh, back, back oh, to how you can help these guys out. Uh, join the picket line, Battle Creek, Michigan, four twenty-five Porter Street, RSVP through local three, and then uh, you got Memphis, Tennessee, twenty-one sixty-eight Frisco Avenue. RSVP visit the local two five two G members on strike. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, 9601 F Street. Again, RSB, local 550G members on strike. And Lancaster, Pennsylvania is the last one, 2050 State Road. So, again, you guys got Michigan, Tennessee, and Nebraska, and Pennsylvania. So, if you want to help out. Don't eat cornflakes. Yeah. You could also (laughs) send out a solidarity letter, mail all email letters or letters encouragement directly to the strike house organizers so they can share them with the workers you can go on this um you can go on the bctgm the bakery confessory tobacco workers and grain website and you'll find some of this information and you could also donate to the strike fund remember these guys been out there these lads and lasses has been out there over 20 uh, over eight eight weeks already going on two months i'm sure their families are having some tough times so any way you could help out spread the word also Anything you could do to, to, to help to support the Kellogg's workers, it's all there. Uh, I want to thank Sean Miller for sharing that link on our Union Power Radio page. Gave up some good information there. All right. Can we talk about local elections no, now? not yet. Why not? It's, it's only 227. And? And we still got other stuff to talk about. Let's talk about this huge United Way case that our local just won. Hello, Hector. Come on, we're talking over a million buckaroos here, pal. One, one point, <laughs> one point three million. One point three million, ladies and gentlemen, a huge lawsuit. Are you sure? Are you sure court. EMS did this, or it was uh, members last late? Because no, 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 it was definitely EMS because because they're gonna say that we, we didn't win anything. Oh, they're gonna try try to get credit for it. Of course, really? not. They're not gonna try to get credit for it, but they're gonna say that. It, it was a law. It was it was a loss, not a win. So let's see. Well, I'll tell you. On the what, next flyer, I guess on the next flyer they have, they have nine days to produce that flyer. All I know is I want to congratulate all the members who participated in this, just so people uh, get an understanding of what was going on. Um, the company was taking money from the members without getting their authorization. 
everybody knows there's that time of year that the company starts sending their managers and supervisors to harass you to put in a few dollars into the United Way fund. Oh, can you give us a dollar a week? Can you give us two dollars a week? Ah, you can put in five dollars a week. You make a lot of overtime. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's all nice and dandy, but you don't have to. You have the right to say, no, I'm okay with that. I already give to a charity of my own choice, and I do that on my own. You know, you don't have to go through them to do this. Um, so there were a, a few, I would say, uh, a few thousand members affected by this. Um, and they were not giving the authorization to put the, to, for United Way to take those funds. And now they owe back since what? What's the date, Hector? Since 2019? 19, but they also get a 40%. It's also a 40% yeah. in, in right. work. So if, you, if you're if you old, if you were one of those guys that were in that uh, class accident lawsuit with United Way, and uh, you call the hall at 718-786-5700, call the hall, speak to Josh, the... The chief of operation, right? That's what it is. Yes, and, Josh, uh, the director of operations. The director of operations, and uh, you can he can see if your name's on that list to get because you get whatever they took plus forty percent, and whatever's left over after the one point three, we're gonna be uh, putting it into some charity. Uh, but the company is gonna pay the one point three million dollars that they owe uh, for stealing United Way money. And that's what I, I, and guys, when they come up to you on United Way week, which we already passed that, you don't have to, you don't, don't feel that you have to take the United Way. Uh, this is the, this is a case for the management. If they get enough from the membership, they don't have to come out of their pocket to give into the United Way. So if they get enough uh, money from the membership, that means they don't have to come out of their pocket. So don't be a fool. Don't give it to the United Way. I mean, if you're going to give it to the United, give it on your own. Don't let the company do it. Uh, because to see what happened here was that people were giving to United Way. But you want to know something? Here, here we go. Not really. Not really, Jamie. But you're going to tell us anyway. So go ahead. You want to <laughs> <laughs> some reason they run the guilt trip on people they say oh all you have to give is a dollar it's only a dollar and that's how they get them and then later on they don't want to give it you already been given in there you know so that's how they get them oh it's only a dollar everything, to say that. everything that we might say here that management does while i believe it's all true everyone in management will deny that that's the tactics that they use. They denied like what Hector said that once they hit a certain amount, then they get off the, they get they get bonuses, they get looked at better when they do all these things, and they will all deny that. They will sit and lie to the employees and they will say, even I had one of my managers one year and I knew at least five other people before me had already said, No, I am not going to give anything this year. My manager sat there and lied straight to my face and said, oh, you're the first person not giving anything this year. <laughs> they try to guilt you into giving, and it's just it's horrible. Now, last year, this year, we weren't able to, I don't know if we were able to put the shoot right up. Last year, you were able to go on through upsers.com and fill it out. Online, yeah. I think they had so many people say, I don't want to give that I think they got rid of that. I don't know if that option was there this year or not. 
I believe so, it was. Yeah. I think you could even opt out. I don't out. think it was either. You think? I think you could even opt out online if you want to. But yeah. I'd like to read a quick message by Billy Perone to the membership. Um, he goes, brothers and sisters, we are pleased to announce the United Way wage theft lawsuit is completed, won, and signed off on. As I state, as he stated previously, the company's liability is potentially $1.3 million. Within two weeks, notices will be sent out to almost 6,000 people. Keep an eye out. You might not even know you were stolen from. Everyone that was illegally stolen from is entitled to their money back, plus a 50% penalty. Hey, well, the let money- me correct that. It's a 40% penalty. It's a 40% penalty? Yeah. Okay. The money is an es- in an escrow account out of the company's control. Any unclaimed money, as you said, Hector, on the penalty will be donated to the charities of local 804's choice. Most likely we might be doing St. Jude's Children Foundation, or I, I think they, I heard another one being mentioned. Uh, I give to St. Jude's. They're a good whatever, one. Whatever the members agree on with right, uh, Vinny. Right. Vinny's that type. He he just uh, he, he gets the opinions of the members, and that's where we will throw the money at, whatever the members uh Again, we are absolutely sure this has gone on all over the country and other locals have already contacted contacted us to retrieve members' hard-earned money. So if you're a member out there and you're interested in finding out, again, speak to our Director of Operations, Josh Pomerantz. He'll be more than willing to go over the the case uh, details with you and help you in any way he can. Um, As members last say, you know, the the, the (laughs) overpaid attorney. Can I give you another story? Teamsters.local804.org. If you're looking for us, Teamsters Local 804, Teamsters with an S, local804.org. Go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead, Jamie. We love Jamie's stories. I remember remember looking at my pay stub one day, and I seen a United, a dollar come out of my pay pay, pay stub for United Way. So I confronted. The manager, I, th- I believe he was the manager at the time. What the hell is this dollar? United Way, who, wh- what's going on with this? Do you know he signed me up without me signing anything and, and had him take a dollar out of my paycheck? That's what happened. That's what happened so with he all had these people that out. And give me my money back. This yeah. is what happened he's, with he's all. Mm-hmm. This is what happened with all this lawsuit with the $1.3 million uh, that they have to pay the the company has to pay and they have to publicize it that they lost this case to the members to local 804 that and they have to pay out 1.3 million dollars and like I said if you were part of that lawsuit in 2019 and you were part of that uh, when we were reaching out to members and you're on that list if you think you're on that list or you don't know you're on that list you can call the whore and find out if you're on that list because they're going to send out letters to you and telling you, are you going to uh, cooperate with this action lawsuit? And with this action lawsuit, which is already uh, done and done, is a done deal. It's a $1.3 million that the company has to pay. Uh, you get the 40% on top of whatever they took or uh, stole from you. Because in reality, it's stole wages. Those are stolen wages. I know someone said in the, in the, in the comments that uh, we should go after the management that stole these wages. You know, I wish that we could we could settle that also. Just get rid of all those thieves, you know, because they get rid of us as soon as they think that we're stealing. So why can't we get rid of the people that are stealing from from us as, as far as right. uh, United Way? One of our brothers, uh, Lonnie Rice, says the penalty should have been so much more. 
And, you know, we, we got to get what we can get when we can get it, man. And I, I hear you, though. It should have been a lot stiffer. Uh, Marlon Luden, our brother from Manhattan, CEO of United Way, makes more money than all of us. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> without a doubt. It's ridiculous the amount of money that uh, some of these people are making. And you see the amount that some foundations are taking as far as the money they bring in and money that goes out to the people that need it as far as charity goes. And then there's the United Way where you see all this money coming in and then the money going out isn't exactly, you know, the CEO is making all this kind of money and it's just ridiculous. There was a list that was put out not too long ago about it. And it's just pretty sad that they would even take advantage of you know, the money that people are putting towards charities to help people out. And then, you know, when we need something, there's nothing there for us. I mean, I know what we had a few members that had issues that reached out to the United Way. And how many times did the United Way tell us, no, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do about it. Really? I mean, I keep what telling, is this is the story I always use. In, nine, in 97, when you guys were on strike, when uh, the Teamsters uh, asked for help from the United Way, they turned their backs on Teamsters. For the to bring them water, food, anything on the on the picket lines, and United Way turned their backs on Teamsters. So, as a Teamster, why why would you give to United Way when they don't you know for a cause of you know you guys on strike didn't help you guys? So, you know they got me they got me the first 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 year that I started working here because that's what they do. They get the guys that don't know, and they get you to you know. Yeah. To uh, yeah, donate a dollar, yeah, it's only a yeah. dollar. Like a, it's only a dollar. And as you, as a new member, say, all right, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm getting into the company. I'm, I'm happy that I'm working here. I'm going to give a dollar, you know, just to show them that I'm, I'm with them. But you know, after that, you know, I took it off. After, after not even six months, I took it off. I said I don't want it anymore. I don't want it to be taken out because I saw what this company was all about. And then when I found out that it, the, the, the supervisors don't give. As long as they get enough members to give, they don't give. I'm like, fuck that. They're going to give. I mean, they're going to give for me. So. Yeah. Anybody else has anything they want to input on the uh, United Way? Dean, anything you'd like to add to this? I agree with everything you guys said. Just running the numbers. Uh, $2, uh, $2 per employee is $13 million a year. Oh my God! That's just two dollars per Teamster. Wow! Two dollars a week per Teamster would be thirteen million dollars a year. Who gets that tax write-off? Yeah, <laughs> that's a unless, good question. Unless you, unless you specifically request a statement, they don't mail out a statement that hey, you gave this amount of money this year. So who gets all the benefits of looking like they did great? You know. Do you ever have anybody from the company or from United Way come and say, hey, thanks for your contribution this year? You know, I know they did that one thing a couple of years ago where they they did the they gave the guy a car because they did a All right. I remember that. Yes. You know? Yep. They gave That's a guy like, a car. Well, why wouldn't they have just used that money to go to United Way? You know, so. Well, yeah, just we to got the, some members. Just to the new members that are listening, I just uh, joined on because we just went into like 43 live listeners. You can also go on Zoom or on Facebook Live, and also the phone lines are up at 347-403-0705 if you want to call in and ask a question. Uh, the phone lines are up also. So we got everything rolling today. We got the Facebook time, the Facebook Live, we got the Zoom, we got the phone lines, and we got uh, Mixler. So... 
Hey, it's yeah, working. Got, it's working. You got 29 of me. You didn't mind. I shared it in the Facebook group. Just juggling. Yeah, Dean, you, you, now it went down to 29, but before it was 43, it goes up and oh, down. Okay, over there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you get it. You get it secondly. Now it went down to 28, actually. Whatever. One listener or zero listener, the show goes on, correct? Show goes on. Exactly. And so now uh, look, it see when it just jumped up to forty eight. You see that, dude? That's quick. <laughs> that's because hey, we're talking know. about it. Like, start telling, let's start telling our friends. It just goes up and down all the time, but it's all right. It's I don't know right. if you mind, um, Hector. I had put the link on Facebook in the Facebook group. I don't know if you, I know you said anybody can join. So yeah, I mean, it's, they got to get on a waiting list, and if they don't put their camera on or have the right name, I don't let them into the room anyway. Because we got imposters out there and talking about imposters. <laughs> talking about imposters. <laughs> so, uh, where we have, we uh, have, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> actually, I gotta talk to you guys because you guys are from Forster. So everything is coming out of Forster right now with this negative, negativity shit going on. And um, I'm sure, I don't know who's this guy, uh, dog, dog rider, spotter. I don't know, I, Jamie. You know, you're the administrator of that. Of that, uh, is that a real name? His, na- his name is Leonard Leonard Goodman. Okay, so what? Yes, so, his, so we allowed to name, we allowed to name is Leonard Goodman. So we allowed to go into that page and just put an anonymous name, not a real name. No, no. People use whatever name they they use, but somebody has to. Vouch for who that who that member is. Right, because I didn't know when they he know, when, they know when, that member is a regular member is an actual member. Okay, because I I didn't see I didn't ne- I never seen him post before, and this is the first time I see it post. And he's posting now, about an incident uh, that happened to he, him. He posted plenty. He posted plenty of times. All right. Well, this is the first time I ever seen dog whatever dog rider uh, on on that page. That's why I I mm-hmm. had the question of. Are you letting anyone into that page without having a real name like, you know, uh, James Jones or Hector Fortes or uh, Anthony Rosario type of thing? I mean, I, I don't know. I just asked that question because I never saw him post before. But anyway, he, he put out a post about an incident that happened to him. I don't know. if Is he still working for the company? No. Oh. No. Okay. Well, there's a lot of people questioning that 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 post that he put up. I don't know. I mean, is it more to it than we can't talk about? Oh yeah, there's a lot to it we can't talk about. Nah, it's we, an ongoing. I prefer. Yeah, we can't talk about that. But uh, know this: that a uh, uh, few of us do know some of the details. Not, and there was, not only can we not talk about it, it's not just him. Yeah. Yeah, there's there was another party involved. It's not just him; it's right. other people that's involved. Okay, and that party involved still works. All, all respect, all respect. Okay, no, because but, but, but listen, but, but let, let me. Let me I, I want to say something. If if you if you're putting that out on Facebook, that the public could see it and everyone else could see it, so why wouldn't you want to talk about it then? So why put it on Facebook if you don't want no one to know about what really happened? With your case, well, it, it's I, I feel like that's simple. I, I feel like uh, he was spoken to by a certain member, and that particular member. Uh, uh, wait, a certain member or yeah. a, a has been, or a has been. Either way, what had happened was that member got to him and decided because they're trying to do anything they can to help members first get an edge, 
And as you know, over the last few weeks, they've been using. So what really you're saying, de- they you're really calling desperate. You're, so you're desperate calling tactics. Desperate tactics. Like, so they're using puppets because that's what it's called, puppets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're so, definitely using. So that members last slate, uh, members whatever, uh, management first slate, uh, they are using a puppet to put out the dirt out there, and that puppet, it has to be that guy Cyrus, correct? I believe is his puppet, because I called him out on it because he's the one who put out shit on me, and they had to take it off the fucking Facebook, and they were using dirty and nasty and. Uh, uh, negativities thing just to get the members to vote for them. And I don't understand this thing. I, I don't understand. Why would you put out negative stuff instead of the positive, what you could do for the local? Everything that came out of these guys' mouth as far as flyers and freaking their mouths and their Facebook, it's all negative stuff. I haven't heard anything positive. What can they do better to better this great local of ours, of Local 804? I haven't heard. Did you guys hear anything? Not one thing. And you know what's sad is, is not that one the, thing. The members aren't stupid, and they're seeing it. Even even one of your guys, I see Lonnie Rice on here. He says, "Clowns to the left, jokers to the right, members first. And that that's what everybody's already seeing. They they know they know what it is. It's listen. It's it's, it's weak, desperate attempts to try to get votes. I mean, and eight hundred four members are not dumb mother effers like no, they think. Like these guys think, these guys think that 804 members are dumb and they're smarter and they're going to get their votes by putting negative out there. Listen to me. You got nine days left. You went to every Saturday. You haven't been to the doors, to the gates on Monday through Friday to get the real members, to get real. I mean, to get all the members, not the real members. I'm sorry to say that. To get all the members, all they went after was the 22-4 members and part-times on Saturdays. That's all they have. You know why? Because they wasn't they wasn't uh, organized. They wasn't organized when they put this slate together because they put it in, you know, little by little because people were refusing or people couldn't run in that slate. So they were putting these slates in. They were not organized at all. So they didn't have time to take off. Uh, they didn't have the time to be together as one. They, I, you know, what kills me is that there was a guy Saturday, John. Uh, let, let me see if you guys on the, uh, remember this guy here. John Guess was on at Mount Vernon giving out flyers by himself, by himself. Well, that's, just, just, that's just the way that I am. I mean, um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll, I'll you, tell you that I'm wrong and I'll learn from it. So, you know, I was playing the tell me that I'm wrong when I'm wrong, you know. John Guest was at, at, at Mount Vernon by himself giving out flyers, not talking to the members, just get, handing out flyers, not saying where he's going to do good. Vote for me because this is what I'm going to do. He was, no, he was giving out negative flyers about negative stuff. And, and it's shame, shame on them, whoever's running with these damn guys that they accept the fact that they they putting out negativity and not positive stuff out there. This is your career. This is your political career that's going to go down the chain. Well, all these guys that are there, Danny Cross, I'm I'm so pissed off, and this I don't respect him anymore because Danny Cross was a respectable guy, but I can't respect him anymore because he's running with a bunch of bullshit losers. And then when they put that shit out there, he should have stand up for. To them and said, 
this is not the kind of campaign that I want to run. I want to run a positive campaign, but instead he he agreed with them, he accepted them. So I, you know, accessory to the crime, you accessory to them, Danny Cross. And in my book, you I don't respect you at all. I don't give a fuck about you. You're gonna lose, you fucking coward. You're a coward. You're a sucker, and you should have stand up to your to that shit. And you should have said. To, to your fucking leaders, to your fucking Montavo and fucking little Murphy, little, little fucking rat Murphy, you should have stood up to them, Mr. Danny Cross, okay? And believe me, I got a lot more to fucking say about that shit. I don't listen. Hector, Hector, why don't, why don't you tell us how you really feel? How I really feel. How I really feel. And then the other guys that unknowns, because they are unknowns in that slate, because I don't know who the fuck they are. And what they fuck they are, or what the fuck they did, and to try to tell tell the membership that are smarter than that, that they could do better, you know, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Sean, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jamie, mute your. What are you doing? I don't know what working? he's doing over there. He's moving. Are you fixing your kitchen? I, I don't understand. I can mute him. Hold on. A yeah, second. mute, mute him. Okay, he's mute. Jesus. So. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, these guys that are running and accepting the fact that these guys are putting out negative stuff instead of positive stuff for the membership, instead of saying, listen, all right, Vinny did this, but I could do this. I could do better. I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. this. They're not saying any of that. They're all they're saying is how wrong is EMS? EMS is wrong, wrong, wrong. You're not showing the membership that you care about that title that you have is 804 members first. You don't have member first on your mind when it comes to that title. You have management first on your mind. You want to deal, you want to be buddy buddy with management and have people walk out. Well, they where the grievance. You know, you're disputing all these grievances that you that you see are being paid. Where are your grievances? Where's 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 uh what's his name? Mark Johnson's grievances. He was he dealt with you. He dealt with you, you know, your good friend, Eddie, what happened at good, your good friend, Eddie, when you stabbed him in the back and you got him out of the office just to get that seat, the game of throne. This is the type of people are running. Okay. He has one foot in one foot out. Okay. If he doesn't win this election, he's going to leave. He's going to disappear. If they don't win, if John gets don't win, he's going to go right back underneath that rock. He's going to go underneath that rock for another three years. He's going to come out another three years. They're not union. They, they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't. The three years that someone else is in office, they don't get involved at all. At all. You won't see. You won't hear or hear or see from John Guest three years. <laughs> in three years. I Our promise you that. Raul Molestina. Our, one of our businesses just says he's a, he agrees with you, Hector. He says these so-called nice guys are as guilty for running with them. They're a bunch of sheeps. Um, you know, hey, listen, it is what it is. I, I look at it again. For me, it's something in the rearview mirror. It's not even really worth, I mean, to me, it's not even really worth mentioning. I get where you're coming from, and I understand the, the frustration because it's kind of sad that they would go out and use these kind of means. They even started harassing one of our stewards, Antoine Andrews, the other night, uh, calling his phone anonymously. And it's like, it's just ridiculous. The things they're doing, uh, they've, they've called other members' phones. I mean, leave it alone already. You know, I, we have a, a slate that's in there that's doing a great job from from health and welfare to, to you know, our pension, to fighting for the men membership, getting grievances paid. 
I mean, there's so many things that have been done by this, uh, uh, by the Experience Matters slate that it's not even, it's not even a competition anymore. Cowards. They're cowards. It, They're cowards. I, listen, I don't have a problem saying anybody's name on this damn show. This is my show. I've been doing this show for a long time. And I have been straight up with the membership here on Union Power Radio, the What The Heck Show. I don't bite my tongue. And anyone wants to come up to me and try to use the threat ta- tactic to come to me and say, don't say my name on the radio because else, else what? Else what? I'll say your fucking name on the radio. John Guest, Madina, Danny Cross, uh, Cyrus, whatever his fucking name, Cyrus, Virus, whatever his name is. I'll say any, I can't name everybody else on that slate because I don't even know who they are. Okay. I don't know who they are. I never heard about them. I've been in, in this company for 15 years. I've been active for fucking 14 years as a union rep, uh, as a union uh, person. I always was in union meetings. I never missed a union meeting. I don't know who these guys are. So, you know, and then the other guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Kelly. Hold up. I got a, I got a nice little. Um, some of you might not know me at all. Somebody, some, some um, of you might not know him um, at all. Some of you might not know me at all. Um, some of you might not know me at all. That's coming from his bio. He's saying that some of you don't know him at all. I, a lot of people don't know you at all. And this is a guy that's running for secretary of treasure. It's a shame. You know, it, it's, it's, it's the end of the line. It's nine days left and I'm. Blah, 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 blah. I just get pissed off that put out positive shit. Put out your merits. Put out what you're going to do better for this local. What you're going to do better for the membership. Not the negative bullshit that you're putting out there. You're putting shit on the wall trying to see if it sticks. And it sucks. And it smells. Yeah. It's it's really bad. And it's all they got. Because to think about it, to run on their merits, what, what merits? I mean, I don't know many of them. The ones I do know, the merits of. I don't. I don't see any. So it is what it is. Well, that's what they uh, have to brother, show to the to the members. Well, they got nothing to show to the members, Hector. They got nothing to show, so they're gonna do the dirt because and sling shit on the wall, like you said, to see if it sticks. With a new teams, the president and EMS in office, no stopping us from putting the company into a corner. Lonnie Rice, <laughs> you're, you're right about that, Lonnie. Our brother Thomas Schluteau. Hector is tearing it up. Uh oh, Hector, you got Tommy out there giving you some love. I'm not. I'm, I, it's just I'm. I'm speaking the real shit because you know, these these wannabe thugs. You know, saying, oh, don't say my name on the radio. Oh, Al. Motherfucker. My name is Hector Fortis. I will come visit you whenever the fuck you want. I don't bite my tongue. I'm straight up. I'm straight up. You don't have to go to none of my co-hosts and try to fucking put fear in their heart because you all, oh, you're going to show up in their building. And that's another thing. Now, you know, this guy Cyrus, you know, he's about four foot three. I don't know. Four foot three with heels? I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you going up to members? You're not even a fucking member. You're, why are you going to a door to Nassau, sit in front of the door, and wait for someone to come out to ask him to tell him, don't say my name on the radio? Well, motherfucker, I say your name on the fucking radio. Come to my door. Come. I, I don't know if I'd talk about people's height. I'm looking at a picture of when you guys were elected three years ago, and the only one standing tall in there is Dave Cintron. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that means, That's, but 
That's he's trying to say the whole EMS is short, so there's no reason to make yeah. short people. Nah, he's, he's, uh, he's a little bit taller than me. But it's not the about five, the height. Seven, it's not about five, the height. Range, five, it's not nine. about the height. It's about it's being about real. Height. Being real. Be fucking I'm... real. Well, be some some real. little people have a Napoleon complex, so you got to be careful with that. Our brother Jay Santiago says only. But if you have a Napoleon first... complex and you try to act like you're, you're fucking six foot seven and you're tough. There's a problem with that. Well, I have a problem. I'm a street Napoleon, guy. I'm straight Napoleon, up from the street. I'm from far. Listen, army behind them. I'm from far Rockaway. <laughs> it's you know that's this. This is what I you know. This is my street shit. You know, you I can't just, come I to me. <laughs> you cannot come to me and be Mr. Tough Guy if you haven't been through it. Sorry to say. Jason Diego, bro, our brother Jason Diego says he only seen members first when my union due was paid, and the same day. They was at the build in the building. Then they didn't see them again until the following month. <laughs> Joni Lane Miller's having a, a laugh. Please, members first, come to Brush Avenue. We'll be laughed out of there, bro. Out of the borough. Oh man, that's they funny. already was laughed at. They were, you know, the guys. The you know, you got real uh, teamsters in Brush Avenue in Mount Vernon. They got laughed at. They got laughed at when they came there to give out black and white flyers. I mean, come on, man. If you if you don't have it together and you're just grabbing anything out of underneath the fucking barrel just to make a team that you know nothing of, and the the most important thing to be in a, in the union hall is that that you guys get along with each other. That's the the most important thing because if you're gonna put guys in there, just what happened to look at it with strong with them with with Eddie and 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 Danny. Danny and Eddie didn't get along. Eddie. And he did something to Eddie and Eddie and stabbed Eddie in the back and got Eddie out of that chair. You don't do that with members. You don't stab each other in the back. This is a brotherhood. You got to look out for one another. Simple as that. Are you done talking? Because I'm not. Is, is, uh, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> this, this go around, there's only two slates running, or is there, is was a, there a third is, partial slate? No, is uh, no, that is the partial slate. It's a partial slate. It's a partial slate. They have a partial. The reason, partial? the reason, yeah, the reason they have a partial slate is because one guy didn't pay his union dues, and uh, he he got he got added on. No, wait, right before the the ballots went out. He got told by the IBT that he can't, uh, he cannot run because of uh, union dues wasn't paid. So, but that's that's that's. That, but that's but that but that's what I said. You know, this is what but, I that's do. That's what happens. That's what happens when you try to put something together last minute. And you're scraping up the bottom of the barrel, whatever you can find. I, I want to. I I, I also want to talk about that text that he sent you, Jamie, about you know how you got to be. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, bow to him because he saved your job. But in reality, I remember that it was that he took your, he told management to fire, to suspend you at that point. And now he's trying to take credit for trying to save your job. I, I, I don't know. Are you muted still? Let me ask you to unmute. He's unmute. Yeah, unmute, Jamie. I can't unmute him. I think. There he, you go. Yeah, that's that. That's that's what caught. You unmute me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Your internet sucks, man. Are yeah, you that, that the tech is caught. Yeah, he's using his neighbor's 
internet because I guess, he, I guess. <laughs> he doesn't pay for his internet, <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's getting his uh customers uh neighbors internet. But anyway, I know he sent you a text about uh how you should be, you know, thanking him for saving your job, and it took four other BAs to save your job because they the ones who told management that you were doing. They were ratting you out that you were doing that during company time. Is it? Am I correct or yeah. not? Well, well, let me let me let me let me let me tell you what happened because when I got pulled into the office, they were charging me for. They said I was doing something in the PCM room while they were giving the PCM. And that particular day, I didn't go to the PCM that day because I was outside doing something with safety stuff with the trucks. So I was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't even in the PCM room. So that was a made up story that was, that was put towards trying to get me because they know or felt that I had the backing of a lot of people that wasn't going to vote for them. So. So, well, but, but he's so- trying right now to say that, uh, that he helped you, he helped you save your job. In reality, he's the one, and I remember, he's the one who went to management and says, check on Jamie because he's on the clock and he's stealing time with the ballots. And and not not, not for nothing, uh, 37 ballots wasn't counted because of that, the last election. They thought because they they eliminate, right. you know, the Forsterville guys because Jamie Sokol was doing something illegally. So they put those 37 votes aside, which they would never count it, which we didn't need to count them because they lost by a big margin anyway. But uh, they thought by taking those 37 ballots that are for EMS or whatever they thought they they were going to get. Imagine those 37 ballots that they stopped to it was all for them. They still, you know, they the way they fucking think is scary that he was even in office. It's so scary that he didn't know the bylaws and he was in office for three years. Murphy, his little, you know, tail that follows you know, Danny all around and, 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 and says on his bio, the first thing that he comes into, if he gets into office, if you guys, if you members elect me into office, the first thing I'm going to do is clear Danny Montabo's name. That's not members first. That's looking out for your boy first and then members second. So, you know, all the bios that they say that, you know, they put their foot in their fucking mouth. The, 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 I feel bad for them. Because they only got six subscribers, six subscribers, six followers. I can imagine, you know, members, some members are going to vote for them. They're going to get some votes. They're not going to get enough votes, but they're going to get some votes. Because, you know, members, some members that don't know the history of them, of those two, don't know. So they're going to vote for, you know, because they're selling them a dream. And that's what it is, a fucking dream. They're also sending a lot of blast texts to the members. I got another one of my guys here from uh, Foster Avenue, Jay Santiago, says, 
I get constant messages from members first saying how corrupt EMS is. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Love EMS and how they represent and stand with the members. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you, bro. And then Joni Lane Miller says, uh, Jamie, stop being a cheap ass and pay your damn bill. <laughs> we don't have to worry about your connection. <laughs> and he wants to marry her, so it's gonna be tough for you, uh, Joan. Yeah, he listen, does you marry can't her. even pay her. You can't even help pay her, her apartment, or you can't even help pay her phone bill or something. I don't think that's gonna happen for you, Jamie, because Joni Lane ain't looking for a scrub. All right, she want a real, a real <laughs> man that's gonna help her out. Help her pay those bills, right, Joan? Yep. <laughs> so uh, another thing that uh, is going around that they won't even show up to the ballot count. <laughs> I don't even know if they're going to even show up to the ballot count. I mean, they really don't. I mean, this election for them is just like a well, you know. Let's, well, they let's, show up when the letters went out. Let's right? let's let's throw shit on the wall. See how it sticks. If the members, you know, if we get in by force. By a mistake that we get into office, then, you know, we'll, we'll get in there. But, you know, Local 804 members, and I said this numerous times before I was in office. And, and am I boring you? I'm sorry. I'm just really tired. <sighs> go ahead. So uh, I said it before I was in office that uh, 804 members are not dumb guys. Uh, we are, you know, we know what the hell is going on. Even the 22 fours that... Uh, that just getting in, they learning a lot of what happened in the past. I mean, I had a 22 fall come up to me, and I'm, I was thinking uh, that he didn't know anything, and he was telling me about the past, about Danny Montavo and Murphy, how how they tried to almost fucking bankrupt this uh, local, and how he didn't give a fuck about the 22 fours, and he was gonna sell them out on a Sunday. You know, he 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 knew about this, and I was very impressed of a 22 four that didn't don't know the history of these two guys and he told me the history of those two guys so the 22 fours are, are talking learning. Are, are learning are learning about and that's a good thing i mean that was one 22 four but i'm sure if other 22 fours are talking and and talk about what happened in the past with with strong that that wasn't so strong and how they try to you know sell out the 22 fours it is what it is, but this is what we have. And like I said before, John Guest will be hiding underneath the rock for another three years after this election. And his 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 counterpartner, uh, Medina, are all going to be hiding. I don't know the other guys because I never heard of them before. So um, Ryan Kelly, the same thing. You know, he's going to now Ryan Kelly because he was a secretary of trade. Now he's going to think that he's the president. He could be the president of this local. So he's probably going to try. He's young. He's probably going to try for the president of the local in the next election. He's probably going to run. Oh, the, the guy with the formula? Yeah, with the formula. Uh, oh, wow. The code 26. I call him code 26 because I know he went home a lot of times and didn't contribute to the pension. But whatever. We'll talk. That's another talk about. But uh, he's he's young. He's going to try to become the president of this local also. Uh, the problem is this, Ryan Kelly. You need to put more into it. You need to get more active with the members. You need to get involved. The the ten the the ten Laurelton guys that the ten part timers that got uh, discharged. You never came to that rally at all, and you had the nerve to talk about it on your bio that it was a circus. How do you know you wasn't there? You wasn't there to support those 10 part-timers. And now you want to be the secretary of treasurer and support who? Who do you want to support? 
you obviously didn't care that those 10 members at your old building in Laurelton were discharged for un, you know, no just cause, and you wasn't even there to hold a sign up and tell the company, you are not right, bring them back to work. You wasn't even there, and you want to represent 8,000 members? You didn't even care about 10. What makes you think you're going to care about 8,000 members? And my word of advice, get involved. All you have to do is get involved. When you see something is going wrong and, and, and you have a, the executive board, you don't have to like the executive board. You don't have to like to support your fellow brothers and sisters. You don't have to like the executive board. Okay? You could, but you could go there and represent the members, the, the brothers and sisters. You could go there and do that. You don't have to because what? Because you don't like the executive board, so you're not going to attend any functions any general membership meetings any shop store well you're not a shop store anymore but any general membership meetings that you could get active and see what the local needs to educate more members show us that if you show us that ryan kelly then you have a possible chance show us that you're active show us that you're teaching other members what is all about what is the contract about what is the bylaws about show us that show the members that because I know that's what you're gonna. You think because you got a, uh, you got into Secretary of Treasury because they, whatever slate you're on, um, they think that you are qualified to be a Secretary of Treasury. You're not. The members know you're not. Okay, so next time around, get involved. If you see that someone got fired and we are picketing outside for, towards management, go there. Go to the. To your old Laurelton building, you, you started at Laurelton building. You should have went there and supported those 10 members, those 10 brothers and sisters, and you didn't. And now you want to become the secretary of treasurer of this local. Good luck. Good luck. Well, I believe that uh, we should <laughs> <move on to laughs> What do you guys think? We all know that EMS is going to be winning in the next nine days. I don't think uh, Mr. Kelly with the formula is going to help save the day or anything for, um, some of you for might that not particular know me at all. group of uh, unsavory individuals. Um, What's going on over there with you, Dean? Some of you might not know me at all. Well, Num- you you're, always, you're always looking at numbers. You, you what's the it. matter? You paint. What numbers you got for us? Give us some numbers. So, so uh, three years ago, you had a total of right around just a little bit short of 2,800 people cast ballots, which is about what you guys had in the, the recent- um, International election. International election for 804. So we did, this, we did this two weeks ago. What's the over under? How many ballots, how many ballots are gonna get cast? Valid ballots are gonna get cast this time around. And, and uh, 3,000? Hector's saying three? 2,500. You saying twenty? You saying twenty five hundred? That's the over under. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go over three thousand this time. I don't think I don't I don't think we're gonna go over. I don't think the over under at twenty eight hundred. All right, so Tony, Tony, I'm gonna put your name down here. You say over three thousand? I think we'll have over three. I think because give me a number three hundred one three thousand and one. Yeah, give me like three thousand and. 
Only because I feel like usually you get more out of the local election than you do on the international end. What do you think, Dean? I think it's gonna, I think they're going to come in right. I think it's going to be under three thousand, but I think it's going to be right. I, I would say right around twenty nine hundred, and it's going to be twenty eight hundred for um, Experience Matters and one hundred for whatever the other mm, groups. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamie, what do you think? Whatever, whatever the uh, the uh, other name is. I, I think it's going to go down to the number is going to go down to twenty five hundred because a lot. Of- the part-timers don't seem to care. And they're now hey, older hey, part-timers hey, now. Hey, they're newer hey, part-timers. The part-timers are voting this year, right? I'm I'm telling you. We're talking to them. We're I think it's going to go down. So no. Jamie, Jamie's saying 2,500, and uh, Dean is saying it's 29, and you're saying about 3,020. I'm saying about almost like Dean. I'm going to give... 22901 just to be a little bit above a dean but I, i'm thinking 29 uh 2901 uh, around that area uh, anything better what is this the price is right yeah this is like the price is right you know <laughs> without one right. number going over the price is wrong phil 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 rich rich uh uh rich from queens i can't say his last name polakowski is it Rich Polakowski? Polakowski. Yeah. yeah, he's saying thirty-one twenty-five uh, ballots, and uh, Phil from uh, Nassau is saying uh, twenty-five hundred less than two hundred for uh, members first. Members first. Winners get a UPR hoodie. Ooh, Rich. Rich. <laughs> a Union That's Power Radio. A Union Power Radio. That's a good idea. A Union Power Radio sweatshirt. If you could get the right amount and without going over, just like the price is right, without going over uh, the right amount of ballots that will be coming in. Now, this is a total ballots that will be coming in from the local. This is not, you know, by slate. Uh, how many? How many? Because we didn't do that yet. But uh, we're going to do that now. So, Tony. Okay, not <laughs> looking at your computers without looking at your phone. Exactly. So, Tony. Tony, you say wait, wait, Dean got the numbers from last year. Go ahead, Dean. So th- from three years ago on the, on the EMS slate, what individual got the most individual votes without looking at your phone or your computer? EMS? Ooh. EMS? Yeah. Out of yeah. EMS. Oh, I, I know. It was uh, Mark Cohen. Yep. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mark, uh-huh. <laughs> Mark Cohen. Look at you, Mark. Mark got, Cohen uh, on the mark. I got Mark the whole. Cohen. I got the whole scenario. It was Mark Cohen, Ru, Raul Melestina, okay, La, uh, Lawrence, and myself. Wow. Top, well, well, no, no. Four? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is from the BA aspect. From the okay. BA. From uh, the BAs. From the BAs. Uh, yeah, Raul, Raul, came Raul in second. Who came in first? Yeah. From the BAs. Oh, for the BAs, yes. But he came in second overall. Right, right, right. But he came in first in the BAs, and Lawrence Grant came in second, and then I came in third. So you know what that means, right? Those numbers, if if everybody don't know. So let's say a trustee, God forbid, or anybody from the first seven. If they, if anybody resigned or retired or passes away, God forbid, the next person to be appointed to go to the next level, which is trustee or whatever, a recording secretary, will be Raul Melestina. Raul, because, because he had the highest amount of that's votes. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. 
Okay. It's actually good to know. I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah, that's the way it works. So when see I, when I'm just I'm just surprised at the consistency of your local that it was basically 2,800 votes for the local three years ago, right at 2,800 votes in the national this time around. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, we we do definitely go over thirty percent many times. Yeah, which is which is what you want. You want, I mean, you want that kind of participation from your membership. I mean, we'd all like 50 percent, but man, when you reach 35 percent, you got to be, you got to say to yourself, your members are engaged, they're paying attention to what's going on. But you know, and, I, uh, I take that percentage not not too serious because of the fact that we have eight thousand members, and they only get in that percentage because of how much balance they got in return. Right. So it's three three thousand or whatever twenty nine hundred ballots. That's why you get the high percentage of thirty five percent or whatever. But I, I, if they do the membership versus the ballots that return, your percentage is not going to be thirty five percent. And that's why I say that you know everybody says, oh, that's great. You had a great turnout of thirty five percent. No, we didn't have a great turnout for thirty five percent because we have eight thousand members and only three thousand voted. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, we're missing. That's still, that's still the, we're I missing mean, I, five thousand. We're missing right. five thousand members versus the three thousand yeah. that voted. Right, but Hector, when you look at the average participation in locals across the country, memberships like ours that reach thirty-five percent and better, memberships like uh, local twenty-five, memberships like uh, even so seven hundred five with Chicago, everybody there, they're all going over thirty percent. But you know. At the end of the day, that is a strong local. That is a local with strong membership participation. I would like the average to be higher. You know, uh, there's locals that, man, we were at the at the count, heck, they were, some of them were pushing 17%, 7%. I mean, some locals had really bad participation. So I get what you're saying, that we have 8,000 members and we wish more than 3,000 members would vote. But believe it or not, it's still a pretty solid number in comparison if you if you if you if you're comparing it with locals across the country, we're we're at a we're at an area that's considered one of the highest participation locals. We are, I, and I know that sucks because there's one point something million teams and only a hundred eighty thousand something uh, voted, which which is even worse because we didn't even reach that thirty percent threshold as far as teams in general across the country. Right, that's what we need to work on, and I feel like our local, believe it or not. Three years from now, we'll probably have an election with 3,500 people vote. Why? Because right now, EMS is doing what they have to do. The members are getting educated. The members are getting informed. Full transparency. I mean, just the amount of stuff that's been happening to wake people up. The grievances being paid, unlike ever before. It, it's pretty big. And Hector, come on, you got to say that within another three years of this staying on track the way it is, the projection, in my eyes, the projection of what we're, where we'll be at in three years... I feel it's going to be big and in five years for another international election, if need be, you know, I feel like participation is just going to get better from this point on. Right. Jamie. I mean, you, you don't see the difference in your, you know, what, you know what, Anthony, I mean, I, I see the difference, but you want to know what, what's, what's that number in that number is always, is, is also counted the amount of people that are on comp or disability or whatever. So that's it's a lot of our members that on comp and disability that can't that are not allowed to vote. Also, oh yeah, absolutely. There's a good enough amount of members. That, yeah. no, well, not, I, 
not counting the GCCs and the BLETs and stuff, because uh, I don't know anything of their politics, there was one Teamster local up in Canada that had 0.7% participation in the national election. For you guys, there was only one local that had a larger participation. They had, you guys were at 35.5% in the national. There was one local that had 44% participation, but they only have 1,900 members. Right. So, so um, which, but still, they had great participation. But you guys were, other than them, you guys had the highest for locals. Not once again, not counting the GCCs and the BLET. But, but, and, but and eligibility Jamie, and, D, but, and uh, Jamie, eligibility, like you're, you're mentioning, does make a difference because we had 2,900 yeah. something. We lost 100 due to eligibility alone, which is um, why we ended up at 2816 um, for the international election. So, you know, I mean, it happens. Guys get hurt. There's comp. There's people that didn't pay dues for whatever reason. So automatically, little things like that make you ineligible. I mean, we're never going to be able uh, to change Guys that. retire. They mail the ballot out, and then a, a month later, the guy retires. Yeah. The ballot gets counted. He's no longer considered an active member. That is correct. And, and, what about, and what about the members that switch over to to management they're still getting ballots are they well listen if, if they vote so, i mean no. <laughs> hey more power to them no i think i think i think they have a good uh they get a record of all the active yeah. members and the election supervisor eliminates who's uh eligible or not eligible to run mm -hmm. so that that system is pretty it's pretty good it's uh, pretty solid. They have the scanning thing. So once they scan the envelope right yeah. off the pack, they know whether they're eligible. Well, that's the IBT. I don't know if it, the local does that. I got no. If it's, they do, it'd be the first time I see it in a local. Uh, okay. The local is usually, they go, they run through a list. And uh, I don't know. Do they scan it? I don't know. If they that's, do. that's a fun way to do it. I did that once. <laughs> that was the longest day of my life. Yeah. Washington verify envelopes. And, oh. But anyway, our, our local elections will be uh, every local 804 will find out on December 21st to see um, if if we EMS won or the members last slate wins. Uh, that will be the day that the votes will be counted. You are as a member, you are allowed to go to these counts. But you're not allowed to go into the count. Count. You can be outside in the lobby, you know, supporting your your slate. You can be, hang out in the lobby, uh, but you can't go into the rooms because you're not uh, a runner. You're not in, in the slate, but you can go there to support whatever slate you feel like you want to support. And you could come to these counts on December 21st or any local uh, elections that you feel like you want to go there to support your slate um <clears throat> even when i was not on the slate i used to always go to the count because i always was into the union stuff i wanted to know you know sometimes you get disappointed and you know i was there when uh <laughs> when when uh, strong won that election with 70 votes and it was really really bad because you know when a slate wins <laughs> their reaction should be like yeah. their reaction was like what are we gonna do now? And <laughs> and that would deter, that would determined me that they were gonna have a fucked up three. We were gonna have a fucked up three years when they didn't even 
they was they were so surprised of winning that election. It was unfucking real. And like I said, you know, if you're gonna go, if you want to go, you can call the Secretary of Treasury. He can give you the address of where the election is gonna be at at the hall. You can call, but you gotta use your own time. You know, you gotta use your optional time or a sick time. Not a sick time. Let me get that. You can't be a sick time. You can't go there. But you got to use your own personal time to to go there to support whoever you want to support. Jay Santiago, real recognizes real. EMS is as real as it gets. Vote EMS. Thank you, brother. Um, so, uh, I mean, what, what? Let me ask hey, you. Hey, you got Santiago on the phone? That's uh, Jay Santiago. Because I know there was a post. From Fort Hamilton. Oh, is it a different oh, Santiago? Okay. One of our Brooklyn. Yeah. What 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 post you talking about, Jamie? He's talking there about was a, there was a post about with him and him and um, Sean. Bain. Yeah, so I want to get that straightened out now. Uh-oh. The the Uh-oh. Santiago put a circle on a flyer of theirs because they was say, he was only pointing out the fact that they misspelled organizing. Right, and they, on the flyer and, it said organizing. Organizing. What is that? Organizing uh, is they picking oranges or something? Well, I mean, I so, took it like that. I thought that was funny. So what but, happened was his this guy Sean uh, Sean Bennett is his name. Yeah, name was right above where he circled, and right away he thought that uh, Santiago was calling him out of the spelling. Now, unless you did the flyer, Sean, it's nothing to do with you. It has to do with the misspelling of their flyer of organizing. And that's not, not, that's not the only misspelling of their flyers that we've seen around lately. There's been a lot of misspellings of their flyers. And that, what that tells you, you know, my English is not very good looking. I'd be the first one to know, to understand. But damn, I understood organizing. And the, and the funny thing is, my, one of my guys in the Bronx, He's the one who pointed it out to me, you know, because, you know, people are looking at your fly to see what you are going to do for this local. And one number one was, what is it called? Organizing? What is it? Or organizing. Organizing. And he says, listen, man, these guys misspell organizing. And I looked at it. I'm like, holy shit, you're right. I didn't even know that, you know, because I didn't look at the flyer like that. And um, one of my guys from the Bronx pointed it out, and uh, and 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 Santiago also pointed it out, and he just made a comment of of that organizing misspelling, and that guy Sean Bennett from Forster, your your boy, you know, went on a rampage, and we want to clarify something with what Vinny posted out there because I know Tony, you got a lot of lot of shit. And you too, Jamie. You got a lot of shit for the safety committee thinking that Vinny was. Oh, yeah, and, and I gotta make that clear, yeah. please. Thank you for please. bringing that up, Hector. Thank you. Um, shout out to the Forster Avenue Safety Committee. It did, that was in no way an attack on our safety committee of Forster Avenue. That was a conversation between our president Vinny Perone and the co-chair himself, Sean B. That had nothing to do. There was nothing said. Bad oh, about well, our- well, well, well. Basically. Basically, he was saying, and this is this is how I took it, was telling Sean Bennett to do his job as a chair. That's basically what he was saying. You're right. a chair. You have the ability. You're almost like a BA. Do your job and make sure these buildings 
or say, not be a puppet for management because management runs our safety committee. And I'm being straight up. They tell him what to do, he does it. And the That's purpose, it. a purpose of care. safety, it uh, is what it is. a purpose of our be- safety is being run by management. Right. Well, it, it is what it is. It shouldn't be. Uh, and he said we will we give out apples, but guess what? We were giving out bananas and all this, you know energy bars at one point. Yeah, we do. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, every now and then you go out and you give out. I mean, stuff truth like is, that, honestly speaking, we, some we, of the, uh, some of the drivers safety, need that you know stuff. What I mean? Some of the drivers need to be a little bit more healthy and a little yeah. apple and an orange will but, help them throughout their day. Give them, but he know. was pointing to he was. So yeah, he I, was pointing to the chair himself and telling the chair to do his job as the chair, not to the safety committee members. But some people took it offensively. It is what it is. So I why why would I he, know exactly what he was what he was referring to? Why would it? Why did he take it offensively when it became a? You know, a, a thing that even it wasn't even about him. He made it. He put it out there. Oh, you talking about me? You circle my name? No, he explained to you that he didn't circle your. It overlaps to your name, but he was just pointing out that it was misspelled organizing. So, and then he took it upon himself to you know to lash out. Now, this is a guy that's running for office, correct? With that slate, is that guy Sean? He is running as a business agent on that slate. He's yes. running as a business agent. Okay. All right. So uh, I believe he may have been like the 46th uh, person asked. I believe around, so too. Somewhere in the 40s. Because I never, I haven't, you know, when they first was putting the uh, thing together, <laughs> I never heard that name. I think it was, uh, he was, he was, hey, we need one more guy. Can you come aboard? You know, that type of thing. I got it. It is what it is. If you're eligible to run, you know. We, we got a we got a challenge out there on both, on, on, on all the text threads. Okay. You got any extra uh, t-shirts? Union Power Radio t-shirts? I only have an X three uh, X available. Because what they're asked, what they're saying is, so if we if if someone can get the exact amount of the vote for both EMS and members last group. Someone Perfect. gets the exact amount of what, of what the vote is for both those groups. They get that free T-shirt is what they want in the text. Yeah, but this is a X. This is a three X. That's that's. that's hey, that's you could use it for a pajama or whatever let's it is. Just, let's just. Let's I just would mail it. I would. I would mail it to you guys free of charge. I would mail it to no, you. I already sent me one. I just. I have. It's in my closet with my other ones. Wait. <laughs> I. You do got one. Yeah. You sent me a red one. Oh. Okay. Was it the right size, Dean? But I, if 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 someone wants, I could get them a sweatshirt with uh, EMS. You know, Union Power Radio. What that, was that? It? Was someone someone said a, a Union Power Radio hoodie? But they got to get the vote exactly right, and they got to put it in the comments for this for this particular show before the vote count stops. Yeah, that would that would be crazy. If someone gets it exactly right. That's like uh, like winning the lotto. Like one in yeah. one in a billion chances of getting the right number. <laughs> Joan Elaine has already said she's going to win it. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> I just wanted to get that out there with this uh, that thing that that thing that happened on Facebook and um, that uh, he called out, uh, you know, Santiago out there, you know, you know, putting his business out there as far as how he got his porter job. 
you know, Santiago has been <clears throat> in the company for 20, what, four, 25 years. And in case he didn't know, that's a reserve, that, that's a job reserved for people with injuries. And well, when he becomes, when he becomes the BA, when he becomes a BA, he'll learn oh, he'll, all he'll, that. He'll yeah, understand. He'll, he'll understand. Okay, so, so yeah, so porter jobs and car wash jobs, I don't know about other locals, but in our locals, those are reserve jobs, not bid jobs like clerk positions and other bid jobs in our building. They are different. They're based on the amount of time you have plus the extent of your injury together. So that that's usually how it goes. And I don't know if anybody does know our brother Johnny Santiago. He suffers from severe uh, uh, back problems. He's He's been injured many times. And, um, you know, the job came up and he has the time and he had the injury and that's how he got it. He did not go through any other means. There was no, oh, he's my friend. He's got the job. That doesn't happen with EMS. Uh, I've never heard of it. I can't. We can't even get a guy transferred to another building without it going through Hector and Hector checking everything about the seniority, making sure he's not jumping anybody. Um, listen, seniority rules. It's all we got, and uh, I believe we're going to stick with that. Am I right, Heck? Yep. Sure. Oh, that that turned off. The battery went dead on that. But anyway, uh, so the local election will be here on uh, December 21st. Um, that will be the count. That will be the count. That will be the day that you will know who is going to be your representatives in local 804. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be EMS. But we let's let's go with numbers now because right now you have only the ballots count. Now we're going to get with the... Uh, how many votes EMS will get and how many votes you think M1 will get. So I'm going to put your name down here, Tony. Okay. And out of the 3,020 votes that you said, uh, ballots that said that you're going to come in, how many will be for EMS and how many will be for uh, Management First Team? I say 125 votes. To go where? to go where m1 gets 125 and the rest will be ems, EMS. all the way okay dean it's your turn um, you say you say 2900 votes will... I, I, well i'm gonna i'm gonna rechange mine to 2692 votes for ems and 121 votes for m1 if one, that sounds familiar that's because that's the yeah 121 <laughs> votes for m1 yeah, <laughs> he went by the uh, yeah, international yeah. election. <laughs> international straight up. Yeah, I see. How about you, Jamie? You said that twenty five hundred ballots will be returned from local eight hundred four. Oh. How many for who, and how many for what? I'm gonna say seventy four for members first, and the rest for EMS. Wow, he's going low. Wow. Ooh. 74? 74. 24, 26. For, did you remember, for, did you, uh, in the international, you know, 121 people voted for Viagra. Don't you think, think those, he, one, those, one, those, those, nothing to do. I think he's using the year he was born just so that he gets, like, you do with the lotto, kind of. Yeah. Well, I say, I say 2,900, right? I, I put down 2,901 ballots will be returned. I'm saying, uh, <laughs> For M1, I'm thinking they're going to get around 300 votes. What? That's a lot. No way. They don't get close. 
Uh, Rich Pawlowski, put him down. Rich says he's got 3,005 votes coming in for EMS, and 120 of those are going to be for uh, M1. Yeah, you got to write these down. Phil Pasiri, he says 2,500 and less than 200 for M1. You got to write those down too, Ag. Jo Joni Lane Miller is suggesting we use prices right rules. Whoever guesses closest without going over wins. Yes. I, I believe that's the rules what we're yep. using right now. Those so. are the rules. Okay, price is right rules. There you go. Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm thinking of uh, of, they, of them getting uh, 300 and EMS will get 2,601. Wow. That's, and I'm just... I say, this is why I say 300. This wow. is why I say 300. Because you got a mixture of slates that ran before. You have Lariza, which is Johnny Guess and Medina, that only right. got a, a 244 last time, or 244. Montabo, last time he ran with members first, uh, he got about 790, uh, 790. So out of that 790, he's going to get mm, roughly now, because he's not, in, you know, everybody can't stare him now, and like before. He's probably gonna get from him alone probably about a hundred and fifty, and if he and if these guys go pull another hundred and fifty, that's why I'm saying three hundred. I'm saying three hundred. I don't think it's gonna go above three hundred. It's gonna go below three hundred. It might surprise me and get two fifty. I don't. I don't know. But I'm saying. Nah. I'm saying three hundred. If they're doing what, I know Vinny right now is saying, "You fucking asshole, you do no, the sorry. numbers, do the fucking no. numbers." You're like, they're not gonna get three hundred. They got seven people coming out of Nassau. You know how many votes they're gonna get out of Nassau? You know they don't got. You know, like EMS, we have everyone from every different uh, building. Um, they're gonna. He say, "What an asshole! You think you're gonna get 300 fucking votes? I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt because of what I saw in the last election. Now you're thinking, right, Rosario? Now you're saying, oh shit! You nah, want to? I still think it's gonna be a buck and change. Yeah, 70, I, mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I just feel like they 74 are. votes for Jamie is all gonna come out of Forster. <laughs> no way, no way. Yeah, if they get ten, if they get ten votes out of Foster, they're lucky. Yeah, uh, Dean. You what do you mean that guy Sean Bennett is don't have? Yeah, he got about ten people that vote for him. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, what, what were you saying, uh, Dean? Oh no! If 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 they're doing what you're saying they're doing, they're they're not trying to uh, get EMS supporters to change their votes. They're trying to get people that haven't voted in the past to vote for right them. right that's exactly what they're working on numbers could could end up being absolutely correct so who's whose numbers yours your numbers my you numbers because they're working on the newer people that don't know the difference and, and i did hear that once or twice already you know like a, a new part-timer saying well you know nothing's ever done for the part-timer so i'm gonna try these guys like really I mean, like, I mean, it would be great to just see that no one vote for them <laughs> just to give them a fucking. But that's not going to happen because, you know, this is the way it is. You know, you got some people that love underdogs that love to bid on underdogs. You know, you got like a, a, kill, a killer. What is the name? Keller from Suffolk. From Suffolk. 
the guy that became a clerk. Oh, Bill Bill Keller. Bill Keller. He's always been a guy that goes for the underdog. If someone's running, Rise Up ran, he voted for Rise Up. You know, if another slate that knows that he's he always goes for the underdog. So he's going to get that. I think he will in this case, though. He did. That was fun. He went for members first. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He went to the. I'm going to call him right now. Call him. Let him call me. He's oh, didn't no. didn't Colin uh Cohen Coleman tell you the same uh, that he said is going? He went, he went to the uh to the thing in the city that they had, but that doesn't mean he's gonna yeah, the, vote. The, the so-called fundraiser was just bullshit. Yeah, it was. wasn't a fundraiser. It was uh get your money. We'll tell you how we are for we could send out some mailers with your money. I think these next coming years are gonna be a, a very important, especially for the part-timers. Um you know, uh, over the years, especially because uh, Hoffa and, and Hall and those people in, 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 in office, the part-timers have really been over the last... They're like the redheaded stepchild of UPS. They're not treated well. They're paid low wages. I mean, it, it, it really is bad for them. Uh, the working conditions they're in are pretty bad sometimes. I believe that things are going to start to change over the next few years. Contract negotiations coming up is going to be really I big agree with them. you. It's going to be real big for them, and we're going to see a different and engage a difference in engagement from our part timers because they're actually going to feel like someone has their back, and and we're already starting that trend here at at uh, here in, in local eight hundred four because I feel like a lot of the part timers are now starting to see the difference, but it's taken three years just to get there, and it's going to take another three years to even strength to strengthen that bond and to make it stronger. I feel we got a real shot at at, at having the part timers start to become more engaged. I'm really excited for the next three years. I really am, especially oh, contract negotiations, man. I can't wait to have O'Brien and those guys having a, a committee set up and start start discussing some of the real problems within our locals, within our supplementals, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge deal. I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to the next few years. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been so excited about you know our union and what's gonna be happening. I, I feel like. All the, you know, that that feeling where all the planets have aligned and everything's in place. You know, you got uh, a president in office that cares about unions. What what is what are you doing, Jamie? You got a president in office that cares about unions. You got uh, he's speaking right now about Kellogg's and and how he would like to help. Then you got our president Vinnie Perone as a trustee with Sean O'Brien, and you got some great guys up there: Compost, Taby, uh, Palmer, Wright. Uh, I mean, there's so many names I can't, uh, you got Thor, you got uh, Tony Jones, you got, I mean, there's so many guys. I mean, you Tom, uh, you got Erickson, you got, it, we're so ready to take on the company. And I tell you, Hector, things are going to be different. I can feel it in the air. You can feel it in the air. Okay. You say so. I, I, I agree with you. I think this is the contract for part-timers. I get chills, bro getting chills just thinking about it super excited part-timers full-timers everybody we're gonna get it in right even the feeder guys there right uh mr dean dawes how you guys feeling about <laughs> you guys excited i know the feeder departments are excited too the the biggest biggest thing that's got to change is the article 43 committee protection protection for the workers uh protection um you know the sleeper guys have just not had they've they've lost a lot of the protection that they had when the when the when that particular job started um forced forced work you know 
if, if, it, if someone's at 10 hours and they're back at the building, the company shouldn't be allowed to force them back out, keep driving, unless the driver wants to, if they want the overtime, go for it. Force, forced extra days of work, stuff like that. There's a lot that feeder drivers put up with that just is not looked at, it's looked at differently because we don't have nine five protection in feeder. You know, although I think the nine five language is absolutely horrible for the package guys. I think it's just stupid. You know, so no one, really? no one Oh, I think it's it's horrible. No one should be they violate that. Be, they is a violation throughout the whole they violate, they violate it and they don't care. They just yeah, pay the money. Exactly. It should be if you're at nine and a half hours and you want to go home, you should be able to go home. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Boom. No, Exactly. No discipline. Nothing. I think the penalty. It should be a penalty more to it to have the company care about it. They really don't care. I mean, all these grievances that you see now are being posted on on uh, on Facebook right now with these big dollar amounts of three thousand and two thousand. Those are nine five grievances from a year before that are getting wow. paid now because this is what they, this is what labor does. You know, labor, they don't give a fuck about that language and they'll pay it off. I have, I have, if I show you, I mean, I got a, a, a text from a labor guy that, hey, if you have any 9-5 pending, let me pay it off now before the end of the year. You know, like it's, they uh, get, they're paying them. that quota. Yeah, it's like they, they, they don't give a fuck about that language and that language should be in the next contract should be a stronger language for the 9-5. If you are on the 9-5 and you need to get out in 9-5, it should be penalty that the company gives a fuck because right now they don't give a fuck. So they are paying these nine, five grievances. Like, is like, is like, all right, we violated. <laughs> Here's the money, you know? And that's, that's what it is. It's a billion dollar company that don't care about the language. This language should be a stronger language for the package drivers for the nine, five. I think it's a, it's, it's a joke because if you get a labor guy sending you a message, saying, Listen, how? What, what should be added? Triple time, quadruple time. If you go over nine five, you're gonna get the next day off and get eight hours paid. Yes. There needs to be strong language that gives the company the incentive to stop just they don't care about the money. They do not care about paying the penalty for it, right? And now. the funny part about this in the new contract that just came up in 2018, the new contract states that if you're violated more than three times. The three times on the nine five that they have a separate meeting with the center manager to correct the nine five uh, violations. You think they doing that? No. No. They they paying. They paying whatever. They don't care. They don't care. They don't want to hear about it. They just put in the grievance. We'll we'll pay it. And 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 like Dean said, it should be quadruple time and a day off. To in that language that you know they will have that respect for that language. This company don't respect that language. They're gonna pay it off. And and there should be absolutely no forced six day work week. Absolutely not. That's something that's got to stop for sure. And we need to get stronger holiday protection language. Clarify the holiday language because the holidays and vacations are different, and they're they're supplemental and writer. Um, you know, written in for each supplemental and writer, and it just needs to be clarified. And paying people time and a half to work on a holiday is the company does not care mm -hmm. about paying time and a half for holiday pay. Make it triple time to work on a holiday plus your eight hours pay for the holiday. I understand we're going to have to have 
skeleton crews. We're going to have days where everybody needs to work. Then, then the company needs to pony up for it and pay for it. I, I, you know, in the beginning of the show, I was supposed to give a shout out because I remember now, but uh, Dave Fennell, that was in the old executive board, Dave Fennell from uh, the Tim Sylvester Slate, I saw him for the first time in one and for a while, and uh, he's looking good, and I want to give a shout out to him because he, he did say he listens to our show, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Dave Fennell out there. I see you. What up, Davey Dave? He's looking good, man. I mean, when he was in, the, we were, you know, we all get big when we in the in the office, but he's 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 slimmed down and he's 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 doing good. So big shout out to Dave Fennell. I, I, he's, one of, he's one of my Dave favorite Fennell. guys. I mean, I, I like him. He's he's Mac. Oh. He was Mac with with me for a while. Also, I want to uh, also talk about uh, guarantee eight hours and guys are making deals. Uh, I want to give a shout out to. Not to cut you off, Hector. You are cutting me off. Uh, so I to cut you off, but Dave Fennell needs to come to the, um, one of the meetings so he can get his recognition for those charges being dropped too. You know, whenever if he has the time off. Yeah, I'll try to see if I can get him on the on the, on the radio. Uh, another thing, I want to give a big shout out to the Mount Vernon Center to all the Mount Vernon guys in New Rochelle. Uh, they. It was something that I just learned about with the shop steward that they all stood together at one point and management uh, listened to them. So what happened was they were coming in on Saturdays and not getting guarantee eight, which they are, you know, the company, the company could say, you know, you're not entitled for guarantee eight on Saturday. Uh, We're just going to pay you actual whatever time you work and get out. So the Mount Vernon guys stood together and. They begged them to come in on Saturday, and they say, well, if we're not going to get Gary Yate, we're not coming in. So they didn't come in, and they were short of guys on Saturdays. And the next day, or next Monday, when they all came in, the manager says, I'm going to give you guys guarantee eight hours if you come in on Saturdays. So that's why I give a big shout-out to them because they all stood together, and they stood as a union and stood out. They didn't come in to work on a day off because the management didn't want to give them the guarantee eight hours. Uh, so they will, they came in. Now they do about five or six hours and get, get paid the, the guarantee eight on Saturdays. And this is what a union is all about. You stick together with your brothers and you get some results on that. So, so if, you, if you ask management this question, do managers ever change a driver's time card and, and put them at code five so that they don't get paid their guaranteed aid. Do managers ever do that? What are the managers going to say? Managers are going to say, that never happens. No, exactly. And we all know it happens all the time. So in negotiations, they need to ask for that. If it's proven that a manager changed the time card and took away a guaranteed aid, the penalty should be 40 hours for that driver. Exactly. Because if management's going to say, that never happens, we never do. He froze. He's frozen. Look at him. He's yeah, he froze straight he up. Changed the driver. Well, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> they don't care about the penalty pay. You got to make the penalty pay matter. Exactly. So one of our guys says over nine five, it should be more money in the pension fund for that day automatically. Yeah, maybe all, throwing something into the pension. Who knows? All hours worked. All hours contributed to the pension. All hours worked. Oh because yeah, that's right. This, this is what's happened with us out here in the West. We 
are on the uh, 2080. The first 2080 hours worked, get paid towards the pension. The company doesn't care how much overtime we work because they're basically paying the same amount for overtime right. as they are for straight hourly. So it, it's just, it's so all hours work need to go contribute towards the pension fund. Yeah, ours is the same. No, no, no overtime is uh, contributed to our pension fund. It's all straight time. No, I know, but ours is. So if all I work is if all I work is January through September, and I put in 2,080 hours, okay, and that a chunk of that was overtime, I'm paid on the pension for the year. Most of our guys stopped contributing to the pension around September, October. Oh wow! The first 2,080 hours worked. So, but so if you look at it that way, that 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 next thousand hours that our guys work, because feed, most feeder drivers work anywhere from 2,800 to 3,000 hours a year, there's a thousand hours there that the company's not paying uh, pension contributions for. And so the pension contribution works out to be just a little bit less than what the half for time and a half gets paid for. So. The companies learn to not care about time and a half. Time and a half does not make them not want to have you work overtime anymore. They don't care. Uh -huh. And another thing I want to talk about also, when members make side deals with management, which is in Article 6, uh, entering to a separate contract, you know, don't come to me. Don't come to me to try to help you out when you made that side deal with management. Because you're violating my contract, you're violating your contract just to make a deal with management to to benefit you. And when it doesn't benefit you, you want to cry to the union and say, I need your help because I made an agreement and he's not following his agreement and now I'm getting screwed. Well, guess what? You're going to get screwed because if you're violating your own contract and you're violating my contract and you think that I'm going to come for you to help you out because you had a separate enter you enter into a separate contract with a manager don't involve me that's you and the manager you told him that you could work on your day off for four hours and then he had you working for nine hours that's your deal that is your fucking deal that is not that's uh enter into a separate contract deal that's your deal i'm sorry to say but i'm just straight up with that shit i don't like that when you're making Side deals with management, and then when they don't they don't live up to their deal with you and management, they want to come to the union to represent them all. Fight for me because I made a deal that went wrong. Sorry, but not sorry. And uh, Jose Francisco Negretti says, yes, please, triple time on holidays. Management tried to write up some of the members for taking the holiday day after Thanksgiving, I dropped an NMA Article 37 on intimidation grievance. Good job. We also got our brother Antoine Andrews that agrees with you, Hector. He says also uh, entering separate agreements like working their vacations. Please don't work your vacation. You're, you're screwing over so many people when you when you do that. It's so it's so. I mean, come on. You, and that's entering people... that's entering to a separate contract because what, what it is is you're telling your manager you want to work your vacation. Now, if you're a route driver, me, I'll say this right now. You come in on your vacation, you ain't getting your route, motherfucker, because that's a vacation route. A vacation cover driver is going to cover that route. You're going to be at the bottom of the list because you're coming in on your vacation. You're going to get whatever route. You ain't going to get the, the cherries and, and, the, and, and the cream. Cherry because pick. You, get the cherry you ain't. Pick. No, fuck that. If you want to come in 
and on your vacation time because you agree with the management, I guarantee you, you won't be on your route. You won't have the same exact uh, privileges that you on when you're regular, when you're not coming in on during your vacation. You'll get the shittiest fucking route. That's what you're going to have to deal with. You're going to come in on your vacation and bust your ass on a route that you don't know and going to kill you on those uh, walk-ups and all that. That's what you're going to get. So test me. When I was a shop steward, I told I told all the driver, test me. I guarantee you, you ain't coming in to get roses and fucking on your route. You're going to get the shittiest route coming in on your day or on your vacation time. And that's what the shop steward should do. When a yeah. guy comes in on his vacation, he should get the shittiest of the shits. The shittiest of the shits. Exactly. And on top of that, think about what you're doing. You're, you got a member who's probably been waiting for that week, needed that week, and couldn't take that week because you decided to choose it. And now that member has to sit and what watch you work while he needed that week off? Come on, that's just not right. So please think about each other. Think about your brothers, your sisters that you work alongside with when you do things like that. And again, like Hector says, if you don't under, want to end up getting to have to deal with the shits of the shit, then you know you should. You know you're not going to be able to go I, in. It'll, and it'll, it'll tell people not. They won't come in. They won't come in because this, this is the deal they have with with management. I'll come in on my vacation, but you got to sit me on my route. And that's when you, as a shop so you go into that management office and you say, he's on his vacation. He's coming as an extra. He gets to pick the last, whatever route is available. He going to get on his route. We already, this guy with, with less than that he's covering his route is going to cover his route. He's going to have to cover something else. And I guarantee you, I swear, guarantee you, the guy that came in on vacation will go the fuck home and enjoy his vacation because he don't want to deal with anybody else's uh, route or any other uh, projects or walk-ups or anything like that. So he's going to want to go home and not violate. You're, you're on mute. Yeah, no, I did that on purpose. Okay. I was uh, yelling talking to my kid. <laughs> Making a little noise in there playing Fortnite. You know? I get out of the way! I'm going to get on Fortnite myself. <laughs> smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> He's on there now. How'd you know? We talked about it last time. Yeah. Hold on one second. What was that? What are you? What he's talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, on Fortnite, one of the characters is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, that's he's he's he likes that type of shit, uh, Tony. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's about time for our show here today. And I'm going to put this song on for Joan Elaine because this is our song, the Closing Time song. It's Closing Time. So I want to tell you guys that uh, this is probably our last broadcast for the year because we go on a little mini vacation for the Christmas and New Year's Eve. And I believe our next broadcast or our next broadcast will be in January 9th, uh, Sunday on January 9th. But if, uh, if anything... I'm going to try to get on on uh, the day after the count, maybe, just to explain what it went down. We'll be on next week. You'll be on next week? <laughs> yeah, we got the Gemini and Tow Truck Show coming on next week. You and Wayne are back? or I don't know if Wayne will be back, but I just didn't have enough time. I'm still, we did a test run of what of what we do here with you guys. And right. me and uh, Mr. Ibarra, we figured it out. We think we had it going, um, but I haven't been. I didn't have time to do a test run at home. We did it. We did a testing it when we were on a break at work. So, 
Oh, let me know if you need any help. Me and Hector would be more than happy to help you out, right, Hector? Well, he don't ask me to come on his show. I don't know why, because I'm not a yeah, feed, yeah. I'm not a feeder driver. He did. Driver. He did. He asked me the other day, "Can you and Hector come on the show?" I said, "Nah, Hector doesn't want to do it, but I'll do it." But anyway, I want to answer uh, uh, Ryan. Just ask a question: What if uh, Friday after you clock out that you have 58, uh, 56 hours for the week? If you decide to work on Saturday, are you guaranteed the eight hours? Of course you are, because you know why? You don't have to drive. You could be a helper. You could drive for the four hours that you have, and then they take you off and put you to be a helper for four hours, getting paid the same driver's time, and you're guaranteed your eight. That's it. That's it. Get that money. If Get that gonna, money. If you're going to come in on your day off and uh, you have 56 hours left, they could absolutely use you as a helper, not as a driver, because you go over your 60. Once you get to your 60, they can put you down as a helper. Oh, Greg Kerwitz just mentioned something that we forgot to mention as far as the vacation time, too. Not only do you make the guy take out the route that you said was the shit of the shits, but you would also agree for that, that gentleman to get his time and a half for the week, right? Because that's what he's entitled to if he's going to work his vacation. Yeah, and, but I don't no, you do that. I don't want do to do that. But what I do do, do do, do do. <laughs> Do, do, yeah, like what do. I do do and what I did do was the guy that was on vacation that had more seniority than him. I I grieved that they didn't call him in and made him pay, made them pay all the hours he worked Ooh. on that week. So nice. it's, it's, it's ways of doing things and it's ways of fucking the company of how they fuck the contract. <laughs> But you know what? We are our worst enemy. We are our worst enemy. When you violate Greg, the contract. Greg said the same thing. Uh-huh. Greg what? said he did the same thing. He got another driver paid. Exactly. For the time and a half. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you're right. We we can be our own worst enemy sometimes. We really can be. And it's, it's a little frustrating. But, you know, this is it. Time for our show is just about up. It's 4 o'clock. I want to thank you, Dean, for showing up. Thank you, Jamie, Hector, always doing your thing. We appreciate you. So I was just uh, telling them that our next yeah. show might be on January 9th because we're going to okay. go into holiday seasons now. So we ain't going to have Sundays to come on. and We're going to be with our families and all this. And we want to wish everyone a merry, merry Christmas to uh, our brothers and very. sisters. Yes, uh, and a happy new year. Gene, uh, Dean has his show on Sundays. You can watch his show. Uh, I'm sure he's going to ask Tony to be on the show with him. And uh, we have uh, the media. What is it? Media Hub that you could look the at. Media Hub. You could download all the content from all the social media uh, done by UPSers and anybody else across the country. And you got that other that. guy. What's his name? Roswell? Boswell? Uh, Roswell? Roswell Hub. He's got the Dave great Allen. YouTube videos. Dave Allen. I think you just did one recently with him, right, uh, Dean? Yeah, last, week. last week they did a video together I hope that's out there I'll see that soon I know you guys um, are going to miss the Union Power Radio The What The Heck Show for a little while Until January 9th But we uh, you know, we have family that we want to hang out with In our holidays and, well, We might uh, jump in right after the election no? Yeah on the 23rd On the 23rd okay, so, for, like, right, for, like right. a, for like a half an hour Just hour, yeah. yeah 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 we'll jump on for a little bit to give you guys what went down in that and the faces and who showed up hey, and who showed up. On December 23rd, that's Festivus. Put on the 23rd. Festivus! Yeah. Nice. We are, are going to get on the 23rd. I don't know what time. We'll, yeah, we'll talk. Know? We'll talk. I'll be in uh, Tony will talk what time we'll get on on that day. And I uh, want to thank you guys for listening for the whole year. Merry, Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year to all our brothers and sisters. That's right. 
This is shout so- out to all the listeners, Dave Fennell out there. Big shout out That's to right. you. Hector showing you some love. Antoine Andrews, Patrick McCooch, Louis Vasquez, Greg Kerwood, Billy Cardenas. Uh, anybody who was out there listening, Jay Santiago, Johnny Santiago, Jose Francisco, Lonnie Rice, and uh, and I want to thank everyone for voting, for voting. Yes. Don't care you who you voted for, as long as you vote, is what shows the company what's up. The company what's up that a lot of people are involved in the union by voting. If you vote, they see the numbers, they see how much numbers. And hopefully in 804, we have a lot of votes that the company could say. And I don't care shit. who you guys vote for wrong. either. Just vote. Exactly. Just I vote. I don't care, but vote. you should vote 100%. Vote. Right there. Right there. E-M-S. Just say it. E-M-S. Just say it. Okay. Right. And as always, stay united. Solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. That's right. Thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. Like I said, January Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye, Jamie. Bye-bye, everybody. I'm shutting down Facebook and shutting down Zoom. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. We're not going nowhere. We'll be back after the holidays. I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a healthy New Year. And we'll catch you guys here back in January 9th, I believe, or earlier than that. Thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. Union Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.